0: This is Pulse ninety five. You're listening to the Future Talk podcast. Future Talk.
1: This is Future Talk with Anyal Saleh and Hani Balkis good afternoon ladies and gentlemen welcome back to future talk right here on pulse 95 it is me honey with Omnia Saleh, bringing you everything you need to know about what's happening in the tech world in the uae and around the world ladies and gentlemen it is sunday august 22nd the weather is bearable today <laughs> last bearable. Couple, yeah last couple of days uh the weather was all right but you know what is being very all right Tesla Tesla and, and Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Yes,
0: <laughs> he's actually been breaking social media this past weekend with his news about the new Tesla bot. If you thought that, you know, Tesla is going to be stopping at cars, you were wrong because they're coming to help us out in all the tasks that we hate doing over and over again. And man, do I wish I had a Tesla bot this morning.
1: <laughs> yes. And also we're talking about how China has passed tough new online privacy law they have passed that law and we're going to be getting into what that privacy law will be
0: rumor has it this is actually the toughest privacy law that has ever been done ever been implemented in the entire world coming up in the world of weird tech we're also going to be talking about a weird tokyo robot cafe we've always talked about robot cafes but this one actually helps basically put people of determination into work and give them different job opportunities.
1: Yes, now Twitter has been making headlines recently and we got news on Twitter once again as they are working on new rules and even a replay option For their Twitter spaces, for those who don't know, Twitter spaces is kind of like a bootleg version (laughs) of Clubhouse and uh, surprisingly enough, it's been getting some traction. So you might be able to replay these conversations or, you know, spaces of meetings in the near future.
0: Yes, indeed. And, you know, honey, you were talking about how hot the weather is today Mm -hmm. with hot weather comes the mistake that a lot of parents and different people tend to do which is leaving their children behind in the car bus drivers leaving children behind in school buses but now there's a new car technology that will be introduced right here in the uae to help prevent children from being locked out in hot vehicles lots and lots is in store right here on today's show so make sure you keep pulse 95 locked and we'll be right back pulse 95 daily digital news Bits and Bites
1: connect our world.
0: You turn off your alarm, you turn your side or you turn to the other side of the bed, You put on your slippers and you walk to the bathroom to wash your face and brush your teeth. And you start thinking about the million and one things that you have on your to-do list today especially as we finish the weekend and start off sunday a lot of people wish they had a robot a chatbot you name it someone to do all their boring tasks but guess what elon musk has the same thought in mind and he's actually working on what is called the tesla bot that's actually been breaking the internet this past weekend because during what is called and what is known as AI Day, Musk said that the Tesla bot will be coming soon by the year 2022 to help us do all the tasks that we consider boring, repetitive and sometimes even dangerous.
1: Yeah, I mean, Elon Musk does believe it will be able to perform chores such as going to the store or even fetch groceries and even helping fix cars, but even on a larger level. He also does predict the creation will have profound implications for the economy. So obviously he's been saying that this will help the economy by a long shot. Again, I mean, we've been kind of looking at this, you know, for years now that at one point in time, robots will take over the repetitive and pisky uh, tasks that we do on a daily basis. And he even said in the future, Physical work will be a choice, so if you want to do it, you can, but you won't need to do it. Because a robot will be there to assist you.
0: Yes, indeed. And this Tesla bot, for those of you who are wondering, looks phenomenal. She is a humanoid bot. And what we mean by humanoid robots, there are robots that kind of replicate our own structure, our own emotions very closely. So they can showcase emotions and they can move just like we do. Now, Elon Musk is planning for a big goal. And his big goal does not end at electric cars, but it ends at Basically, being able to mimic our very own movement. And he actually came out in a statement saying that if you think that what he's doing right now with the cars, Tesla, is the world's biggest robotics company, then you might be wrong because cars are only robots on wheels. And he's actually planning on turning real robots into basically. Mm -hmm. human helping machines so this Tesla bot that he's building will be about 5 feet and 8 inches she or he will have a screen with useful information on it and they can even operate by using the autopilot system
1: yeah I mean it's around 173 centimeters tall it has 8 cameras And if it does want to run, it can run about five miles per hour and users can most likely overpower it. And, you know, he said, hopefully that doesn't ever happen, but you never know. And he kind of said it as a joking matter. Now, (laughs) the robot announcement does come amid a formal investigation by the U.S. government into Tesla's autopilot, which does, you know, partially automate the driving system. And, you know, the kind of investigation comes because there has been a series of collisions with parked emergency vehicles. And, you know, I do kind of believe that it came at the right time to kind mm. of take away the spotlight from Tesla cars and more on the Tesla humanoid robot or, or humanoid bot in general. True. And, you know, it's kind of kind of gives me that iRobot vibe. <laughs> you know, if you've watched the Will Smith movie, True. you would know it. And, you know, it kind of looks like the same, you know.
0: It looks so similar, honestly.
1: And these are pretty tall, you know, 173, 174. You know, the average uh, man in in the Arab world is around that height. So, you know, you're going to be having big competition. You know, these are very built built humanoid robots that can do a lot of things in daily life. So we might even look, can it compete at one point in time with jobs in the job market or True. will it not? And you know, I kind of feel like at one point in time we're going to be seeing, you know, humanoid sports.
0: Oh, that would be, imagine a bot competing against a human.
1: Not even that, I think bots against bots. <laughs> right? It'll kind of be like who can code the best.
0: <laughs> That's a good one. Um, looking at this robot, what's interesting is that Elon Musk actually used some of the same softwares that he would previously implement in Tesla cars in this humanoid bot. So one of them being the Dojo supercomputer that is actually it's actually the program that is responsible to train all the Tesla cars on how to navigate streets in the city without any human assistance. So basically that self-driving capabilities are also found in the Tesla bot. So it actually makes sense to put them in a humanoid form as long as he wants to try and help us humans not have a robot take over us. Uh, I'm not sure if you've seen Hany, but just a couple of days ago, there was actually a very sad video mm-hmm. of a Tesla car. Uh, the door, you know how the Tesla cars, the doors kind of open upwards? Yes. The Tesla drove, it was on autopilot, it drove with the door still open mm-hmm. and it actually caused a very big crash because it came across a, a, a big bus and it damaged the bus side. Thankfully, hopefully, no humans were hurt, but... You know, it's a tough time for Tesla,
1: so <laughs> I mean, I mean the only reason that this is news is because it's a Tesla car. I mean, accidents happen every single day whether human fault, mechanical fault or at this point in time open? AI fault. I mean, again, it could be a fault in, you know, hardware, software yeah. or whatever or maybe the person who owned the car overrid it to mm. make things that for example, in cars nowadays, there's a limiter, which goes at 180 kilometers per hour. And some people with programming, hmm. they'll, they'll tap, tap into the computer and they'll make it 200 yeah. you know, kilometers per hour. So that is a normal mechanical car. So imagine an electric car that is all technological and mm-hmm. electronical. <laughs> Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it slots or on our Instagram at Pulse95Radio. Would you get your hands... Or would you let the robot's hands be on you?
0: Coming up on today's show, we're going to be talking about one of the toughest privacy laws in the region. And one can only guess which country is going to be the one behind it.
1: You're listening to Pulse 95. Daily digital news. Bits and bytes connect our world. Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about China today and how they have passed a tough new online privacy law. And Omnia says this is the toughest lot to ever be passed in the world. Now, the Chinese state security apparatus will maintain access to swaths of personal data. Now, in Beijing, China has passed a sweeping privacy law, which obviously is aimed at preventing businesses from collecting sensitive personal data. Now, you know, I feel like this is 100 percent, you know, viable. Right. We yeah. don't want businesses to be collecting personal data to us so they can, you know, target market us and say, hey, I know how many you like watches. <laughs> what about this watch? Hey, honey, I know you like eating pizza at 4 a.m. every day. What if just surprisingly you got an offer for pizza at 3.30 (laughs) a.m.? Right? So, you know... Having these privacy laws laws implemented, it might be bad for businesses, but it's good for the consumer.
0: Absolutely. And we know China, they love to censor anything and everything. For those of you who don't know, China does not have the regular Facebook, Instagram, Twitter that we all love and use. They have their very own versions of it, WeChat and uh, similar programs. So under this new law. And the new rule that they're passing, they want to basically prevent private companies from handling our own personal information as regular citizens. And they want them to obtain user consent to be able to collect this data. So they want to maintain access to personal data. However, Beijing has long been accused of basically harnessing big tech, being responsible about all the big tech that many of the citizens use. And this new rule is actually expected to even cause a lot more drama when it comes to the Chinese tech sector. A lot of companies like the ride-hailing company Didi that is very well known in China and the gaming uh, company Tencent in China as well, they're going to be getting into a lot of trouble, trouble for misusing our own personal data.
1: Yeah, I mean, the new rules are also expected to further rattle China's tech sector, just like Omnia said. And, you know, it's obviously aimed to protect those who feel strongly about personal data being used for user profiling and by recommendation algorithms or the use of big data in settings that, you know, for example, unfair prices. Now, again the algorithms the recommendation algorithms Mm. that you know you can be talking about with your friend hey i need some pet food right then all of a sudden some pet toys some (laughs) pet food come in your recommendation and it will also prevent companies from setting different prices for the same service based on clients' shopping history. Yeah. Which, you know, believe it or not, is a common practice among Chinese online businesses.
0: It's even common here.
1: Yeah. So let's say, for example, I'm a big spender and it's well known that Hani, you know, pays, you know, high, high price products mm. uh, on Amazon. Right. And all of a sudden, you know, a let's say, for example, a cover. That is supposed to be for 20 drums is all of a sudden 35 drums for Hanny. Yep. Why? Because Hanny likes to pay for premium <laughs> services. So, you know, that is unfair to Hanny. And a lot of the times, actually, Onia, when I would be sent by, you know, my mom to say, hey, Hani, I saw something on Amazon. Could you buy it for me? Mm. And she would send me the link. And I'm like, Mama, didn't you say it was X amount of dirhams? Yes. Right? She was like, yeah. I was like, well, I have it a little bit more cheaper here. That's mm. weird. So, you know, sometimes I would, you know, connect it with maybe because I have Amazon Prime. Mm. But the fact of the matter is they change the price based on the consumer.
0: Absolutely. And I actually have had... Another another example on this because you know, with a lot of companies, let's say there was a cleaning company that I was using, and you can recommend it to a friend. That friend got a much higher price than what it was recommended for me, even though it's the same company, the same app, the same exact link. But because you know, the way they wanted to play with the price point, they were new users, I was a uh, you know, an original customer, so the price point for them was a lot higher, even though it was the exact same company offering. The exact same service. So this goes to show that with online, you know, online businesses, things can go a little messy when it's using our own data. So uh, the Chinese law is actually modeled after one of the world's strictest online privacy protection laws, which is the European Union's general Mm. data protection regulation. So the new privacy regime is actually going to become one of the toughest in the world. And China is not really looking at the short-term goal goal with this law. They're implementing it at a much bigger scale and we're Mm -hmm. only going to see businesses actually yeah. struggle to get our data
1: yeah and again uh, you're probably wondering hanny that's no problem you know a company could probably you know not comply and you know who cares you know they'll get a find of a small <laughs> amount but you know china has took that into consideration and companies that do fail to comply can face fines up to 7.6 million dollars or five oh, percent of a company's annual turnover You know, that is that that is that is not a lot. That's a lot of money. That's not a small (laughs) amount. And, you know, serious violators can even run the risk of losing their business license and thus being forced to shut down. So, you know, China is grabbing these companies by the neck. If you oblige. All right. If you don't. Well, you're in for a bad time.
0: Let us know what you think. And have you actually had an experience with you know, your the price of a certain service or of a certain item changing based on who was opening the link and your own shopping history. Our tech signs are open for two one five do it salat or sign into RDMs at Pulse95 Radio. Coming up, we're talking all about robot cafes where people of determination are the first on the list to be able to get a job. Keep Pulse 95 locked. We'll be right back. Pulse
1: 95. Check this out. This man. All Ladies and gentlemen, we're talking about a robot cafe that is offering a new spin on disability inclusion, and that cafe is, you know, in the place that we know robot cafes, you know, you know, strive deeply. It's in Tokyo, Japan, and we're talking about Dawn Cafe and how it does offer job opportunities to people who find it hard to work outside of their homes.
0: Yes, indeed. So with people of determination, um, right here in the UAE, we call them people of determination around the world. They tend to call them people with disabilities, but they're very determined to try and find a job opportunity that fits the way their body helps them out with it. With this Tokyo Cafe, whether you're someone who is paralyzed, whether you're someone who struggles with, let's say, Asperger's syndrome, you'll find a job that fits you best. Let's take a look into what this Tokyo Cafe has to offer. So the minute you enter the cafe, you're greeted um, not in person, but rather by a robot where this robot is actually being controlled by someone living at home. Mm-hmm. So hundreds of kilometers away, the robot waiter is actually part of the experiment in exclusive employment. So these robots could be basically uh, certain humans. They're representing certain humans that are sitting at home, ready to take your orders. So the robot comes near you, you're near your table, they'll ask how you're doing, and then they'll start to ask what your order is mm-hmm. once they take your order then they head back to the kitchen where all the magic happens
1: yeah i mean uh, a sleek white robot shaped like a baby ke- penguin actually <laughs> does call from a counter near the entrance and says hey how are you and you know a person is behind the controls at their home and in this scenario it was at his home in hiroshima which is around 800 kilometers away from Tokyo, and he is just one of the you know 50 employees who do work with physical and mental you know d- disabilities who do work as you know Dawn's pilots operating robot staff, and you know these miniature humanoid robots which go by the name of Oroheim. and you know the cafe did open in central's Tokyo Nih- Nihonbashi district all the way back in June, and they actually employ staff across Japan and it's not just to japan overseas as well so you know i think it's a great initiative for japan to make the 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 people with determination who feel like hey you know because of their disabilities they feel like they're not inclined to work or they can't work because of that but obviously this Don cafe has made it you know very clear that no matter what kind of situation you're in you can always work and this is what we're seeing here you can work from home and control a robot. Now, I don't feel like that is an easy task.
0: Absolutely, and these robots, they come with cameras, microphones, and a speaker. So you can communicate very easily with all the customers that come to that cafe while you're comfy at home. Um, What's interesting about it as well, there are baristas, there are chefs that are also robots, and they are being controlled by people sitting in their own homes. So if you have a love for cooking, you may just be able to still practice that love, even if you have any form of disability now what's interesting about it as well when we read the stories that have been done by these employees working at the cafe some of them have mental disabilities others have physical disabilities and no matter what that disability is they are still able to work one of one of the employees actually has ALS which is an lateral sclerosis where they can basically only use their eye movements and they're still able to help those robots get to work. Let us know what are your thoughts about this cafe and have you ever seen a robo cafe? We actually have one right here in the UAE. Let me know if you can guess where it's located. And the robot is fully served by robots. They come to take your order and then serve you the drink or the food that you go ahead and order. Our tech signs are open for 215 door itself or sign into RDMs at Pulse 95 Radio. Coming up, we're talking all about Twitter and the new features that they are working on to help us get more interested into spaces.
1: This is Pulse 95.
0: Pulse 95. Apps all around. What's worth a click and download? Pulse 95. Twitter wants to set some rules. Yeah. <laughs> Ah, we both got excited for the story. Um, They want to set some rules on how we can use our home on Twitter. And these rules actually also include the well-known Twitter spaces.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Twitter spaces recently kind of caused a ruckus. You know, we did see Twitter fleets being removed after... You know, it was long awaited saying that this would kill, you know, a lot of competitors of Twitter. Mm -hmm. But surprisingly enough, they did remove it and focused on spaces more. Now, a new code indicates that Twitter is adding four new options to Twitter spaces that should give the hosts more control over the room. And that was one of, you know, the controversy because the hosts couldn't actually have so much control as their competitor clubhouse. Now, the new features are still under development and were actually discovered in Twitter's code by a developer and app researcher.
0: Yes, indeed, and he goes by the name or she goes by the name Nima OG. Now, these options are in gonna include replay, rules for participating in the live chat and more specifically they actually want to give the twitter spaces host just like you mentioned Tali, more control over the room and the discussion that's taking place so these rules are more specifically geared towards spaces users twitter spaces users and although the rules are still not fully clear there will probably be a section for every host to define what can and what cannot be said on spaces and i think I would believe part of the reason why they're implementing these rules on Spaces is because Clubhouse was actually banned in a lot of countries because there was no rule set. You know, people could say whatever they wanted to say, and that actually caused a lot of ruckus, a lot of drama on that Mm -hmm. platform.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's even uh, something that is more interesting as the code is, you know, saying that there might be a replay option for Spaces. Now, right now, the only way to join Spaces is when the conversation is live. And, you know, after Spaces is over, users cannot listen to it again. But now it does seem that Twitter does want to change that. But most likely, the replay button will become an optional feature. And when enabled, users will be able to see the duration and which people participated in that chat. You know, I feel like uh, Twitter in general is trying to make it more, you know, interactive in a way... And for people to stay on the platform more. And, you know, there's actually, I think Twitter will strive a little bit in the next couple of months. Because, as we know, OnlyFans will start banning content that is uh, against the rules and regulations. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people will start to go on Twitter now because there is a donation option for... Twitter users. So yeah. because Twitter has no kind of, uh, you know, filter when it does come to what kind of content you can and cannot post, as long as it's not misleading, you won't be flagged. But, you know, OnlyFans was a huge platform and, you know, they changed their rules. They changed their terms and conditions. And I do believe Twitter will be getting a lot of, you know, new momentum in the coming months. So, you know, Twitter is kind of like they f- they saw it coming in a way. Yeah. But Twitter will be ramping up, you know, the next couple of months on how they deal with users and making the, you know, the Twitter space a lot more friendly for the consumer, or for the user.
0: I agree. They're also going to be uh, adding a new option to block spaces. So this might just indicate that Twitter will soon allow users to restrict a live conversation to a specific group of people. I personally feel like it would even be helpful. So if everyone, if anyone on the Twitter spaces conversation is causing some issues saying uh, or spreading hate comments that user can go ahead and block them. If you're excited for these uh, new updates, let us know. 4215 do slot or sign into RDM's Apple 95 radio. It's still unknown when, the, when these features will be available to the public. However, I think it's going to be pretty soon because earlier this month, Twitter actually introduced the option to allow different users to co-host as spaces uh, on Twitter itself. So, who knows? Soon enough, we may be getting those features as well. Coming up on today's show, we still have lots in store as we talk about a new car technology that will help protect children and sometimes even pets from being left behind in a car, especially as the weather is very hot.
1: Pulse 95.
0: Check this out.
1: Check this out. Pulse 95. Now, unfortunately, the topic we're talking about today is very common, right? And a lot of, You know, misfortunes have happened to children and, you know, ever since cars were created. And today we're talking about a new car technology that helps prevent children from being locked in hot vehicles. Now, I don't feel like this is, you know, on the rise right here in the UAE. But I do remember in my time in Miami, uh, we used to hear a lot about these stories, you know, and in Miami, it does get pretty hot. And, you know, unfortunately, some parents, uh, you know, they would leave their kids in their car to go get uh, something. And, you know, I don't know why they would turn off the car. Yeah. And, you know, because the windows are locked, the doors are closed, these kids can suffocate. And because it gets really hot. And we know at this time each year during the summer, a lot of reports do emerge of children being locked in cars or even buses. And unfortunately, in too many cases, it does end in a fatality or even a severe heat stroke. But thankfully, car manufacturers are now fighting this issue with technology that does consist of installing a rear occupant detection feature that can automatically text the driver if they've left someone locked inside.
0: Yes, indeed. And we've actually seen an implementation of this in school buses right here in the UAE. I've actually heard about a couple of stories where bus drivers would forget a child who would be sitting at the back of the school bus it just like Hanny mentioned it actually caused a lot of deaths in the past but now if a school bus driver leaves any child behind the bus itself would detect that there's a child in the car or in the in the bus and they would text the driver and this will hopefully Soon enough be implemented even in our very own personal cars for those of you who don't know if you ever sit in your car and look at the temperature you'd realize it's actually a lot hotter than what the temperature outside would be and that's because the temperature in your car tends to rise by nearly 20 degrees celsius within the first 10 minutes of leaving the car so it actually gets pretty hot in there even hotter than what it is outside and in the uae summer That definitely means a complete heat stroke in the car if the AC is not turned on. So a lot of the cars are actually now implementing this new occupant detection technology where the automotive manufacturing industry is trying to put an end to the silent killer. So back in 2019, the U.S. Congress actually proposed the Hot Cars Act, which is actually uh, used to mandate any rear seat occupant detection in all new cars. They wanted to, ha- wanted to have it installed, and it was finally passed through the Senate. So now all vehicles sold will need to incorporate this technology by the year 2025. My only question is, why was it even implemented earlier?
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, again, I don't feel like... Uh you know, at one point in time, you know, a lot of car manufacturers did take this into consideration. True. And, you know, incidents of unattended children in hot cars actually, believe it or not, do uh, still occur regularly. And that is a current, uh, according to Colonel Abdullah Mohammed, who is the head of the Dubai Police Search and Rescue Division, with as many as, believe it or not, three incidents recorded daily. Now, the division did announce in June that it had responded to 182 reports of unattended children and even infants locked in hard cars and even homes over the past 17 months. So about a year and, you know, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when it does come to buses, you know, bus drivers would forget or, you know, they would kind of overlook it because, you know, a child is very small. Buses are very (laughs) big. You know, this kid could be, you know, sleeping, you know, and never know. And, you know, he never noticed. I do remember there was one case that happened in Sharjah. Believe it or not, Uh, a child was, you know, going home. They and fell he fell asleep. He woke up at. He never woke. He woke. He never woke up. His parents said, "Hey, my child is missing. It's around 10 p.m. Uh, the child has not come home yet. Mm-mm. And they checked it out. The child unfortunately had passed away in uh, in the bus because of obviously the heat and obviously the suffocation. So we do need to take these things into consideration. And you know with." a bus there's always an assistant bus bu- uh, assistant yes. there in the bus that could check you know it's 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 a little bit easier but with your personal car unfortunately some people do forget leaving their children in their car but now with that text message it should not happen as often and i hopefully you know this issue would be Uh, solved soon because this is this is a global issue
0: absolutely and it's all because of a moment of forgetfulness that ends up taking the life of one of those children now ford the car manufacturer is actually planning to implement this system where what the minute you you open the rear door that means that everyone was removed from the car if someone is still in the car and you forgot them, a message would immediately appear on the dashboard alongside an audible warning for 10 seconds. So not only is it going to be showing in text, but you'll also hear a noise. A lot of people may be wondering, will this technology really help? People may still mistaken that noise for anything else with the car. But research actually shows that many of the car manufacturer that introduced this technology, some of them being Nissan, Sabaro and many others have actually caused the number of fatalities to drop so last year the number of fatalities actually dropped to 26 just after these car manufacturers introduced this technology and many statistics actually showcase the same now apart from having technology remind us i think it's safe to say that we need to also take that step we need to constantly remember not to leave the kids in the car no matter how short our trip is even if you're just going down to pick up something always take your kids with you it's Honestly, not worth it. Also, don't leave them unattended in the car, whether it's on or off. It's still harmful and dangerous in either cases. Let us know have you ever done this mistake of leaving your kid behind in the car, whether it was turned on or turned off? Let's have a moment of honesty over here and let's hope that it never happens to any child ever again.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, uh, you don't want this to happen. You do need to take care of your children. It's your responsibility as a parent, as a care- caretaker, to keep your child in good hands. Now, uh, and hopefully, this doesn't happen to any of you, or it's never happened to any of you because that would be very, very concerning. Let us know your guys' thoughts. 4215, do it, slots, or on Instagram at Pulse95 Radio. But, ladies and gentlemen, this does conclude Future Talk for today. Hope you guys enjoyed the stories. Omni and I did enjoy talking to you guys about them. We're going to see you tomorrow, same time, same place, only here on Pulse95. 95. <laughs>